0: Hello and welcome to Small Business Matters, a podcast of Brumlon Company PC, certified public accountants and small business consultants. I'm your host Chris Brumlow, one of the managing partners for Brumlon Company, and I'd like to welcome you to Small Business Matters. It's a podcast where we would like to explore the journey of small business owners, share tips, tricks, cautionary tales, and engage in some dialogue with those people that are either contemplating beginning that journey into small business or well on the way. Along the way, we hope that you'll learn something, have a little fun. So, with that, welcome to Small Business Matters. In this segment, I want to talk about small businesses and the top mistakes that they make in hopes to help you avoid them, create some discussion, etc. And the topic for today is commingling of funds. So in the world of small business, time is the most critical asset. Most small business owners are strapped for time and therefore when it comes to doing all the activities that they need to do or should do to properly manage their business, sometimes they take shortcuts in an effort to save time some of these shortcuts work in the short run but can really put the business at risk and one of these is falling into the commingling trap commingling is not a cocktail party for business but this uh, is really a a bad business practice that can really hurt a business it might save time in the short run uh, but in the long run it really threatens the business and opens it up to unnecessary risk Commingling is the mixing of business and personal funds together. Commingling is probably one of the most prevalent mistakes a small business owners make in their accounting systems and it's the one that fundamentally they know that they shouldn't do. Setting up your systems to separate your business and personal funds in the long run will save you time and money. When you commingle you fail to differentiate the business and personal expenses. And this can take many forms, so what are some examples of that? You receive money from a customer and use that money to pay for personal expenses. You use the same bank account for your personal and business expenses. You regularly transfer monies between business and personal accounts without keeping records of these transactions. You use a personal business credit card for business expenses and vice versa use a business credit card for personal expenses using the funds from the business account to buy personal assets, paying for a business meal with a personal credit card, and grocery shopping and using your business card because you forgot your personal card. All right, I get it, so why is commingling bad? Well, first and foremost, it makes keeping track of your business performance very difficult. For example, if you're using the same bank account, How will you know which entries belong to the business expenses and which account for its performance? When you commingle, you might not know if your business is making a profit or not. Too many business owners make that decision by the bank balance and not the facts of the business. It's a painstaking process to check every line of a bank statement and separate personal expenses from business expenses. And this has to be done and it comes at the expense of the limited time you have each week to do the business of driving your business. Company owners can potentially save a great deal of money when deducting allowable business expenses. This, however, can be difficult when it comes time to file your tax returns if you use the same bank account for your business and personal expenses. Why? Because you must be able to prove to the IRS that the expenditure you are claiming as a deduction was incurred for business purposes disorganized or missing records are the number one reason that such expenses are disallowed or not even submitted in the first place it also can cause increased scrutiny from the IRS if you're to be audited the Internal Revenue Service selects small businesses for an audit at a random basis your company could also be Audited if you entered into a transaction with another firm whose returns were picked for an audit. If the IRS audits you and your accounts and transactions are commingled, this could create. Could create. Welcome to the podcast. One of the goals of this podcast is to get information and give information, share thought leadership with small business owners and people that are looking to be small business owners. And you know, the dream of many, many people is to own a small business and the reasons for doing so are varied. Perhaps you want to be your own boss, set your own hours, pursue your passion, or maybe it's creating financial freedom from a nine-to-five job and getting wealth that wage-based salaries just can't provide. But whatever the reason, uh, this podcast's goal is to give you some advice on running and growing your business really from a 360-degree holistic view provide tips, blind spots, ways to avoid pitfalls, and other helpful advice, and guests that are thought leadership in their field. Regardless of what business you're in, there will always be barriers to your success, and being aware of those areas in a 360 degree view can help you navigate the challenges of small business ownership those might be making sure that you have positive cash flows creating and keeping loyal customers attracting and retaining and developing key employees mitigating risk and planning for the future and along the way you are building a valuable asset It is the most valuable asset that you can build in your lifetime. And the way you approach those barriers can be the difference of building that valuable asset or walking on a treadmill. Ultimately, every day in business, you should be asking the fundamental question are you driving value and increasing the value of your business for an eventual exit? Because Nobody really wants to go out of this world working at their desk. They would like to build an asset, either pass it on or turn it into retirement income and enjoy uh, the fruits of their labor. So if you look at that and break it down, there's really one goal of a small business owner. And there are really three things that they must stop doing now. And there are six areas that they need to pay attention to and focus on. And there are eight things that can impact the value creation for their business. One, three, six, and eight. Those are important numbers to remember. And throughout this podcast, we'll be referring back to that. Think about it. Why did you start your small business in the first place? What were your motivations and expectations? Are you achieving them? If not, the purpose of this podcast can help give you a roadmap and ideas to inspire you in your journey and creation and growth of your small business. So we talked about your number one goal, and regardless of why you started your business or what's motivating you to begin one, your number one goal should be to generate and grow wealth. Everything you do in managing and running your business is focused on exiting your business. And and you might say, well, how is that possible? I'm just now starting it. Why should I be thinking about the exit? Because I tell you that if you're not thinking about how you might exit that business, when it's time to do it, if that's the first time you're starting to consider it, it's already too late. And one of the ways that if you're focused on the exit of the business, you will do things around creating systems and processes that add value and avoid what I call the owner's trap, where you are everything to the business and often end up working for low wages compared to the energy and efforts you spend. Owning a small business can be one of the best economic engines to create value and wealth for you and your family, and understanding what your long-range goals are are very important. What will your exit strategy be? How will you monetize the sale, or transfer, or create a buyout? When's the best time to sell? What valuation can you expect? So there you have it. That's the one goal. And if you take a look at the three things that you need to stop doing right now, if you are doing them as a small business owner, um, the first is if you find yourself working in and not on your business where is your time being spent and what activities your time is your most valuable asset and the one resource you don't get to add more to so are you working on things that grow the value of the business or can you look at the things that you're doing and outsource them or uh, hand them off to key employees and if not create a process so you can do it so many small business owners squander time, and that's the one asset you really can't get back. You've got to organize your time and protect it, and make sure that the time you spend is on high-value-producing activities. Working in and not on your business can really manifest itself in in different ways. Getting caught up in day-to-day operations and failing to plan, getting through a day, and not getting to the key important things you needed to accomplish uh, rather get caught up in the mundane and the operations of the business if you're the pinch point for everything in all parts of the business you're the only one that can price you're the only one that can deliver you're the only one that can install uh, if you believe that you are the only one that can do it and the only pinch point, you're failing to find the right people and empowering the people that you have and if you do that if you don't do that you are really creating a worthless asset secondly if you find that all the roads lead to you if your business grinds to a halt when you're not there if you're involved in every single decision you're creating a worthless business and finally if you're not surrounding yourself with the right key people that's internally and externally that might be partners or mentors You're going to create more strain on your business. You're going to create an echo chamber of ideas. You're going to get stagnated um, where you are. And it all comes down to time. You've got to learn to fractionalize your time and focus on creating value in what you do and what you're best suited for. All this comes back to that number one goal, to create and grow value as we go further in the podcast we're going to explore these areas and explore some ideas and things that you can do to avoid those traps next we're going to look at some of the key things that small businesses do in their formation or bad habits they get into that can really cause them problems down the road Well, there you have it. That's our podcast for the day. I hope that you found it informative and enjoyable. And we will continue these podcasts as we uh, look at the, uh, the journey uh, that small business owners make and some of the mistakes they made and some of the successes they have. Uh, future by broadcast, we'll uh, delve into different topics along the way. Small Business Matters is a podcast service of Brumlow and Company PC, certified public accountants, and small business consultants. We're small business experts and a full-service CPA firm that offers everything from monthly bookkeeping, taxes, audits, and business consultation. You can reach us at 770-996-5440, 770-996-5440. Find us on the web at Brumlow and Company, that's Brumlowandcompany.com, or find us via email at CPA at Brumlowandcompany.com. Again, uh, follow the broadcast, listen. We'll try to put these things out um, on a pretty regular basis to give you some uh, thoughts, hints, and ideas. Thanks for listening. This is Chris Bremlow. Talk to you later.